Thanks for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. This episode is brought to you by whatever you want it to be. If you want to be brought to you, if you want to bring this episode to people, hit me up, the nerdballpodcast at gmail.com. I will advertise for you on this podcast, this space right now, right? The first the first few seconds can be yours for a small nominal fee. Um, thanks to everyone always for downloading, sharing, subscribing, reviewing this podcast. Um, I'd like to get the YouTube. You know, we've been getting a lot of YouTube views recently, which is cool. Uh, I don't know. It could be taken also taken away from the, the listens, but either way, either, however you're getting this podcast and consuming this podcast, continue to do so in whatever app you're on or, or thing you're using, subscribe to the, the podcast there, review it wherever you're at. Um, cause it, uh, it lets people know that we're out here. So keep doing that. Um, get those YouTube subscribers up to 150. Uh, I have, uh, like over 700 followers on Instagram personally and my my facebook page is crazy too so if you're on there and you're hearing this just hit subscribe on youtube everyone's on youtube maybe not everyone has an account but if you got one hit that bell and i appreciate it uh at some point um this podcast is going to blow up and i want everyone to be involved in that a lot of you have been on the ground floor here for a while we just finished 200 just got through 200 episodes so i appreciate you all for being there along for the ride um this episode is great. It's with a coworker, a friend of mine, and uh, she was gracious enough to come on. Really great audio and video. If you're watching, if you're not watching this on YouTube, check it out. Like this is a solid episode all around. So uh, I appreciate you guys downloading it and uh, and uh, doing all the other stuff. So without further ado, here's my guest. Hi, I'm Jamie Lynn, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Great job, Jamie Lynn. Thank you for coming on my podcast today. I'm happy to be here. Uh, you're the elusive, ever elusive Jamie Lynn as a guest. I, we tried, uh, well, part of it was you were nervous about it. And then part of it was we did have you scheduled. And then you, then you guys are doing really well in tennis. So we had to move that around. So now you're here. I'm here because I'm not doing well in tennis anymore. <laughs> no, it's just because it's winter. <laughs> That was yes. outside tennis. It was outside tennis, yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the first thing I always ask people is, what is something you're nerding out about? Something you're super into, uh, either if it's an old hobby, a new hobby, uh, anything, multiple hobbies, whatever it is. What, what's something that gets you away from like, um, basically gets you away from work that you can just hang out and chill? Well, currently it is hate week. So <laughs> Michigan and Ohio State are both undefeated right now. And okay. after their wins yesterday. So that's. All I am concerned about right now is college football. It's all I think about. It's my wardrobe for the week. It is, it is my, my like away from everything. Don't even think about anything else. Um, do you but, ever, do, do you ever, and when this podcast comes, this podcast is going to come, is going to come out after the game. Um, mm -hmm. But, but do you ever, um, do you, are you able to watch college football like Michigan with people or do you have to watch by yourself? I can watch any game so I could watch, you know, Mac or I can watch any team play all by myself, but I do like to be in crowds. Now for Michigan football, I do not like to be out at a bar out at, uh, okay. you know, getting food. And if they're playing Ohio state, if they're playing anybody else, 
I can be out. I can, I can watch and I can be doing other things when they're playing Ohio state. I will be at home and it will dictate the rest of like the rest of my year. Like it will dictate oh how I go. It will. It is. It. Uh, so I do watch alone. I don't do those really big Ohio state, Michigan parties. They're awesome. Just yeah. don't invite me. I'm not going, I will be at home watching by myself. I love those parties in college because I don't like either of the teams. Um, so I would, I would, I would live it up because if something was going poorly for Michigan, I would just be in the face of Michigan fans. If something was going poor for Ohio state, I would go the other way. Like I didn't care. My team, my team's Texas. So like, it doesn't bother me. Okay. But oh, I did my fourth ranked team, my fourth ranked team. <laughs> Who cares? I did enjoy those parties though. It was fun. So, so when you're watching the game by yourself, um, with your animals around you, do oh. you, um, are you a yeller? Like, will you yell at the TV? Oh, I won't. I'm not a thrower. Thank goodness. Okay. Um, yes, I'm a yeller. I'm a sweater. I'm a person who's like, I have to change. They didn't get a first down. Like oh, nobody yeah. is getting. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, I'm we, so- we did. Oh my God. So we did that when they were the Cleveland Indians at the time, when they were in the playoffs, we were all sitting at a, my, my friends had a house. There's four of them that lived together in BG. And one of our buddies who didn't live there, he was just there with, like me. We we're just hanging out, went to the restroom and the Indians started doing really good. And we made him stay in the restroom for the rest of the yes. games. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So I, I can, I can, I can relate to that. Yeah. I have like a sectional in my like uh gaming viewing room at home and I will, I'll start on one seat with like, you know, a beverage. And then the next seat I'm like, have a snack, but I can't, I have to be moving. I'm <laughs> fidgeting. Absolutely. Cannot. Um, I'm up. I'm down. I'm like when it's getting intense, like when you're playing video games where you have to like put your knees on your your elbows on your knees with the controller that's me i'll mute the tv because i can't stand uh gus or joel talking like i, I gotta go I love gus i love gus really yeah i don't I, he's just i like his excitement i think yeah uh, you know but i can understand i would imagine you like gus a little more when it's not when michigan's not involved yeah i yeah. accurate and yeah. but then joel Klatt's the opposite he's very you know, he's, he's for Michigan. He's not as biased. So everyone can appreciate Joel Klatt mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I <laughs> mute have, him too. I mute him too. <laughs> Do you have a favorite, like a football food that you always have to have when you're watching football or a snack or something? Uh, yeah. All of the stuff that is so bad for you. Those are football's calories. Like, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone was saying, you know, yesterday the game against Maryland is a trap game. And I hate it's always a trap game before Ohio State when you're undefeated. It's in <laughs> it doesn't same, matter who they're playing. That's it's always that. It's a trap game. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I had macaroni and cheese bites, taquitos, jalapeno poppers, <laughs> all the garbage food. Oh, yeah. Who cares? It's garbage food. You get the air fryer working overtime. Absolutely. (laughs) And I had like 15 different dipping sauces because I need variety. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, my kids don't, they need ranch and that's it. (laughs) Although Mateo has been uh, mixing things recently. Like when we got, um, I think we got like McDonald's or something and he had ranch and ketchup and mustard mixed together. (laughs) it's a special sauce yeah yeah what were we gonna say sorry <laughs> do you when you watch texas or football or i guess the cowboys even though i'm you know i'm college football but yeah do you have a can you eat and do all that stuff too or do you get up and pace 
Um, so here's what I learned about myself is um, I was like, like I want my teams to do well. And sometimes we, we plan food around it. Like today, actually, we're going to my parents' house at one to watch the Cowboys game. And my dad's buying some food and we're going to hang out and watch there. And then at 4.30, we're going to my in-laws to watch the Bills game. And they're going to have food there. Um, a lot of times we'll end up at my in-laws just because they live three houses down. Um, but before I had kids, super, super invested. I'd yell at the TV. Um, yeah. I, I always thought about, I wasn't a thrower either, but I like those bad call bricks. Have you ever seen those bad call bricks? No. Where it's a, it's a foam, it's a foam brick that you could throw. Yes. It's yes. called a bad call brick. Um, and then, but, but I was really, and, and I would like, okay, we gotta, no one can bother me right now. I want to watch the game. And then when, when I had my son, when I had Mateo, it was almost overnight where I changed from like, this is life and death to, um, it's a fourth down. The Cowboys need to need to get this or the game's over. Oh, I, I got to go feed Mateo lunch though. Like, like oh, kid, yeah. kids changed it for me. Like I, I'm still like, I still want my team to do well. And I'm really invested. Actually, it's starting to ramp up again because now Mateo is asking to watch his games. So mm -hmm. it's starting to ramp up a little bit more. Um, but it did change once I, once I had kids, it, it changed kind of, it was like perspective thing. Like, all right, this is, this is, isn't the end of the world. I got other things I got to do. I mean, there was one time we all went shopping and had lunch and it was the Texas Oklahoma game and I didn't even watch any of it. So like, that's, that's I was more invested. <laughs> uh, I'm the person who I'll like run in the, like on commercial breaks and then hurry up and come back. Cause I'm not going to miss anything. But like mm -hmm. one of my really good friends, he just has it on in every location. <laughs> tv in his kitchen tv and his like it is he has it in the breezeway outside by his garage like if we're watching inside he's but he's a huge ohio state fan so it's like i understand mm -hmm. the level but it's college football fandom in my opinion is you can love football just as much but nfl versus college fandom it's different it yeah. is totally different for me well the patriots are garbage this year and i could uh, I could always count on like if I'm let down Saturday because it does dictate my day. I would just watch the Patriots on Sunday and it would give me that that boost. Well, now I have double, you could have double dose. Yeah, I could have the opposite now. Yes, it is the opposite now. <laughs> but I've been through the ringer with Michigan. But now I'm happy all Saturday. And then I go to Sunday and it's like uh, I'm thankful that the Patriots have a bye week this week. They're doing so poorly. <laughs> Yeah, but you could just go and get and open your jewelry box of your all your replica Super Bowl rings. Open it up, and see, see, <laughs> see yeah. all those. Rings. Yeah, you too. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'm being very stereotypical, how how did you become such a big college football fan? Because typically, women aren't like as invested as you are. I. When growing up, it was huge in my house as far as like everyone was a Michigan fan. I didn't know anything else but Michigan football. Mm -hmm. And then as I started to get older, I and being like exposed to being able to go out and watch games and that sort of thing, all of my friends were Ohio State fans. I was like, what's the fuss about? Okay, you wear this color, I wear that color. Um, but it wasn't until college really that it hit. So 15, 15 ish years ago, where I had to, I didn't, I wasn't just immersed by a bunch of people I know. So it got me out of my comfort zone to meet people mm -hmm. like on everyone went home on Saturdays. The college I went to was very much, I lived in the dorm and it was very much 
everyone went home on weekends. So I would like kind of walk the halls and they had football on in the lobbies. And if you wanted to meet people and you wanted to do things, you were watching football on Saturday and football on Sunday. So I, I went to uh, Eastern Michigan for undergrad and you were accepted as a Michigan. I found my people as a Michigan <laughs> fan. Um, but I, you know, no one seemed to have the hate for Ohio state though. And where like, you know, being here in Ohio, it, the only hate is oh, Michigan, Ohio, Michigan. It is the greatest rivalry in all of sports. Yes. But when you get to Michigan, they want to beat Michigan state more than any, like it's an in-state rivalry. Yeah. So for me, I was like, uh, Michigan state. I never really cared. I mean, sure. I didn't want them to like lose, but I never cared. But when you, when I got there, it was, it was not until college where I went nose deep. I was completely, it was over it. But I, I do that all the time. If I find something I like, I go like, I just jump in. I'm not going to dilly dally. I am going full force. <laughs> what What is something else that you could point to the, that same trait that you can attribute that to? Tennis. Okay. That's what I nerd out about all year yeah. round. Tennis. Tennis. <sighs> tennis is so boring to me. <laughs> oh my God. It is. I can. I can see how it's boring to watch. Yes, but have you ever picked up a racket and hit a, like just hit a ball? Yeah, it's so hard too. Like, like <laughs> yes, I can hit the ball, but if I want to like really smoke it, it's gonna go everywhere. And if I just like, you know, patty cake it, sure, I can get over the net. But it's it's a difficult yeah. sport. Which as a coach, I can understand like the interest intricacies of it and how it is can be difficult and, and certain things you got to do and the backhand and forehand, like all that stuff. Like right. as a kid, I would watch it all the time. Cause I liked Andre Agassi and Pete Sampras. Like I watch like watching those guys. Um, I just, it's never really been in my life. You know, I, I remember I grew up around Rogers high school and okay. they had a, they had a tennis court there and we'd always go there because when people were done playing tennis, they would throw their tennis balls away. So and we, as kids, we're like, why are there just tubes of tennis balls that are seemingly like really good? So we would bring our wooden rackets and, you know, hit balls over there. And they had a they had a, um, a wall that you can like you could hit a, hit the ball against. So we would do that, too. And, and but we'd always go there and find these tennis balls and, and mess around with them. You're aging yourself with the wooden racket. <laughs> well, it's just it was just in our garage. Like, I don't know I'm... where it came from, but it was just in our garage. Like we yeah. had just ran. We had we had a rackets. We had a hockey stick. None of us played hockey. We had random golf clubs. Like we had just had all this sports stuff all the time. I, I was definitely one of those kids. I, we didn't have all the things cause I grew up next door to a public park, mm. but I was also like, go outside and like find something to do. Yeah. So I would, you know, always make friends with the kids who had the garage full of things. Like <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but I didn't find, I think I'm so invested in tennis now is because it's not just something to keep me busy when I'm not working. That's good for you. I have yeah. super gym phobia. Like I'm so afraid of the gym, but it, so this keeps me active. Like it makes me feel like I'm doing something like I'm working out. Um, but then it, did, did something happen at the gym that, or you just, well, when and I guess you don't I, have to answer that question if you don't want to, but no, 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 nothing. <laughs> No, I mean, many things happen. No, it's, it's, um, I always felt like I wasn't doing the right thing because mm -hmm. I felt like I was always next to a gym expert and like, you always think they're judging you or, and truly they don't care any, like, you know, but if yeah. I was using like a piece of equipment 
wrong or poorly, or I didn't do it as long or as fast or as effectively, then, you know, everyone says the hardest part is getting to the gym. Oh no, I can get there. I can get there just fine. And I have all the intent of working out, but then I see a marathon runner next to me on a treadmill. Absolutely not. So I'd go find weights and then I find, you know, a (laughs) bodybuilder. Absolutely not. (laughs) So then I would find myself like in a corner, just doing like stretching and which is, I mean, fine in itself, but then I'd leave like, nope, guess it didn't work out today. But, uh, finding tennis as an adult, because I'd never played sports, I was never, um, I, I would try out for certain team. I didn't have the athletic gene. Like I've accepted that I didn't have that. Uh, so not playing sports when everyone, you know, as a kid, it's really nice as an adult to play sports and like, be good at like it's clicking and yeah. and so and so being good at something it feels good now the first when i first started playing tennis i was 100 pounds heavier mm. i was i'd never hit a rack like i've never swung a racket before and i took an adult intro class but i asked the lady i said it was at a club in town a local club i kept seeing a sign um it's the pace setter gym or soccer complex that's connected to tennis and I kept seeing a sign at Wildwood that said adult intro start today no experience necessary so I called the number I'm like what do you mean by no experience like ex high school kids who haven't played like what what does no experience look like and then I'd hang up and then I called the next week because I drove by it and it had been like you know what just take the plunge like you you deserve it you know Uh, so I called again on the third week when I called the gal remembered me and she goes, ma'am, I think I talked to you a few weeks in a row. Why don't you just come in and I'll show you around the facility. (laughs) I was like, absolutely not. I don't go anywhere where I don't know the parking situation. I don't know when I walk in the door, am I going to know where to go? Who do I ask? That's not happening. Well, I did. I went in and I took the adult intro class. Like I, I went and looked at the adult intro class and they were awful i'm like i can be awful (laughs) the people not the class the people the the class was great but the people were horrendous yeah so when i looked i was like i can absolutely fit in with that i can be that horrendous crowd like (laughs) they're my people um and so i took the class it was six weeks it was only 75 dollars oh we were all garbage (laughs) and then i took it again And then I took it for a third time and they finally came up to me. They're like, Jamie Lynn, you cannot, you have advanced. You cannot take this class anymore. You're too good. I was like, (laughs) I am too good. (laughs) So were you, were you waiting for someone to like allow you to move on or you, you, or you just didn't want to move on? No. Cause then it was comfortable. (laughs) Why would I, why would I, why would I go like put myself into something where there was discomfort and, and, and so I didn't. I like, I stopped after that. It was, um, three sessions of six weeks. I stopped I, and they never saw me again. And then they reached out. They're like, Hey, we haven't seen you. I'm like, well, yeah, you told me I can't take this class. Um, so they started offering me other things mm. and then it just full send. Like I am nice. shotgunning tennis. It's <laughs> really cool. And we've talked a lot about that. And, and last year your team, uh, who you were the captain of, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your team did really well, right? You yeah. went to like 
like super states or something. something crazy. Super states. <laughs> uh, so yes, my team went undefeated in regular season and I, I led, I captain and coached, um, but I would say more of like emotionally coached. I didn't like, I, I never tell people what they're, they're doing right or wrong. I'm super novice still. Like I don't have that, but like the they, kind of stuff like you got this or, you know, keep going. You know. Oh, I was your, I, I was their biggest supporter and it's all women, my age. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, um, stay. I had like a five or six stay at home moms. I had people who are working nine to fives like me. And so they're, and they're all at my same level. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was absolutely their cheering section. We went undefeated and then we go to districts. So we just play other teams in the area mm-hmm. and then we beat them. We go to <clears throat> States and in tennis States in Ohio is Northwest Ohio versus Cleveland versus Columbus. But Columbus is huge. That includes like Cincinnati. It's like everything South. Um, okay. And then we beat them and we go to the Midwest and then we have to play the five Midwest States and, um, we did end up losing at that level and we only lost by like, we lost by one court. We had the same, um, we had the same record as the winningest team. Uh, but we, we did not, uh, take the victory at that level at the team. I captained, I also played on a team and they did take the title and beat all the other teams. But I was just a competitor on that team. I didn't spearhead it. Did you ever think when you started, you're taking your intro class that you would be a captain slash coach of a team? Uh, no, but (laughs) it's because I was such, when I first was in tennis, I was, I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know anybody, but I truly blossomed, like came out of my shell. I'm an introvert. Naturally. I am naturally very scared and anxious and introverted but then when i am excited about something mm-hmm. you it, there's no stopping me there there's no end i am just you know beeline and i take it so seriously and i'm very type a when it comes to something i like yeah and so i'm reliable i'm accountable and and people lean on me but no absolutely never in a million years would have thought that one people would be taking advice anything <laughs> athletic anything <laughs> athletic about me uh but also I knew I'd make friends. It's I've always had an easy time making friends. Um, but I never thought I would like make it my personality. Yeah. And it is, and it's not a bad thing, but it's my personality. Have you dragged other people into tennis, like friends and family and like, come try it out. I have, uh, I've had, yes, but then also, uh, just as a try this outlet, but if it doesn't work, like a couple of my girlfriends, they'll do it for fun, but they're not gonna, you know, they have, they have kids at home and they have that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So, um, they don't have the the time to really put it in as much as I'm putting in. Um, but I always, I can talk anybody's ear off about it. So when they're excited, I have to remind myself that if you're not also as invested, it doesn't, I can't make it make sense. I can't, yeah. you can't understand how I'm thinking about it, all, you know, all day long or, they see it as like surface level. And I always say like other, like people who are just doing it for fun, they're playing checkers when I'm, I'm playing chess at this point. Like I am trying to strategically get better. I'm always challenging myself. So. I, um, oh, I was going to say something. I forgot. I don't know what it was. It was something very profound. I could tell you that. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> 
Oh, that's what it was. When I get I when I get excited about something, like really it's podcasting right now. Like people people ask me like one little question and then, <laughs> then I like just go off of like I oh, yeah. probably didn't need to know or want to know all that stuff. It's like, but I, I'm excited about it. So I want you to like, I just like vomit all this information. Like I want you to be excited about it too. A hundred percent. And yeah. I am so like, it's so cool that you do like you do this. And and I think it's like, I, I could never, I tried, you know, I tried, I talked to you about wanting to do a yeah. podcast, but I was so like, it has to be so niche. And you're like, forget that it doesn't need to be niche. And you, you yeah. do what you want. Uh, but I, I was only passionate about a, you know, big 10 football, you know, I wanted to talk big 10 football. Um, and I was afraid of not being funny enough. You've got that in the bag. (laughs) I was worried about not, uh, what if I said something that's like controversial or what if I'm, I can't take negative feedback well. So if people are seeing it and they're like, you suck or like, you're not (laughs) like that point was you know, not right. Or you said something incorrectly, it, I'd shut down. And, and like in tennis, I want the criticism because I can get better. But if it's like my opinion, how do you, you can't get a better opinion. Well, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree with that, especially when it's opinion based, but as far as like, like at least you're having people engage with you, right. That's, that's a, that's a big part of podcasting for me. Like, even if like it's I love, negative. Yeah. Like I love doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't, we don't, I don't get near the emails of this or engagement as I do with the three different dads podcast where I have people are emailing the show, right? Like every episode we're reading something from the mail mailbag, you know, like people are engaged in that one. Um, but the nature of this one isn't, isn't more, isn't as like, um, like you don't engage as much in this one as, as if you, unless you have a question or, you know, someone's like, Hey, I think this person would be good on the podcast, but but if you have an opinion based show, like it's going to lead to people either agreeing with you or not agreeing with you. But that's that's that show then. that's that's what it is. Like, here's my opinion about why the for, for why Iowa sucks and that whole division <laughs> sucks, you know, but that's just the opinion. Like, that's your opinion and people will come back. Yeah. And But at least there's engagement. And that's what you want when you're podcasting. You want engagement. Right. <clears throat> there's always going to be trolls and there's nothing you can do about that. So, yeah, but don't they boost your engagement? exactly yeah yeah (laughs) but Uh, actually just sitting here and i know we've talked we've talked about it sitting here seeing your camera and your audio setup i was like i want to make a podcast with jamie lynn but i don't know really yeah like (laughs) because like right off the bat like people like to hear good audio and they like to see good video so like right away you're like in more like the podcast is in more because of the setup so okay whatever that is jamie lynn we got to figure that out (laughs) yes hot takes we'll just do all hot takes just, we'll just, just random just random uh fruity pebbles is better than chocolate pebbles that kind of stuff yes <laughs> prove me wrong yeah no there is so i'm super into like playing board games i like to do th- i i like to be uh thorough about or not i like to be intentional about hanging out with people and i don't so i always when i host or i have friends over we're playing a game and i always love introducing people to quick easy games to play um now i can play board games and and that sort of thing but there is a game where it's just all about arguing and i could never but i love seeing people play it it'll the prompt will be it'll be two people you and i and your prompt will be uh a raptor with a lightsaber and my prompt will be um you know something a tidal wave with gandalf 
and you just have to argue who's better and get people to like vote for you and it's i it's called super fights okay the game is called super, super fights. fights okay and i absolutely just sit back and and i will be a person who's like yeah i kind of think that that lightsaber person won but i could never convince if you were to tell me no that would never work because abc i'd be like okay <laughs> like just wait <laughs> like okay yeah pr- point yeah. check mark it doesn't work <laughs> like there's no rebuttal like jamie that's not how, jamie like, that's not how this works like i could never rebuttal. convince no I, so i could never go into sales because the moment i ask somebody would you like to buy abc product that's pretty cool and they're like no thank you i'd be like all right bye <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna for i i could never i could yeah. never yeah <laughs> super fights that that it sounds fun it, it's also it's like if you're better at like improv to begin with you'd probably be really good at that too but at least it gives you a a a situation or whatever you're fighting for it gives you that because you need something to start but yeah that's that's, i like that game we we played um um i always forget what it's called but it's a little it's a little uh round electronic thing and you're on a team you hit a button a word comes up or whatever it is and then you have to like describe it to to catchphrase catchphrase yeah yeah elite i am top tier yeah. at catchphrase i'm telling you like, <laughs> like guessing I, or giving clues or both guessing because yeah, okay. you can say something so uh, my girlfriends we just did it for like our our little uh gathering is if you give me one, one context clue i'm just gonna spit a bunch of stuff out i'm not gonna sit there and wait for you to give another because yeah. if you can't you if go. you're stumbling we're not both stumbling i i got you <laughs> I I am a Robin, not a Batman. I'm a Robin, but I got you. <laughs> yeah, that that is a, a good. Yeah, I, I'd have to pay attention next time we see what teams do best. Is it's probably the ones that are just like firing everything. Like as soon as you're like, yeah. uh, helmet, and then you just start <laughs> just start firing stuff. The yeah. hardest ones, the hardest ones are on there, are like the multiple word ones. Like it, I know it's catchphrases, but sometimes there's just a word. But sometimes it's like a a four or five word phrase and you got to like try to get all these things out you know yes how and then they get more difficult as you go on um my girlfriends we had truth serum how do you get someone to guess truth serum like oh, it's just yeah. it's i i did all the things although immediately immediately i w- i would go uh my first thought was was obviously two words you would say blank or dare so I feel like they could get truth or dare yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. And then there, and then you say, okay, yes. And then <laughs> maybe my first thought was like drink, uh, potion, uh, something, but yeah, that, that's a hard one. That is a hard one. Yeah. And then the game I'm thinking of, that is like a segue of catchphrase. It's like catchphrase in the beginning. And then, then you move on to just one word and then you move on to acting it out. So then I then had to act out truth serum. <laughs> like, Come on. <laughs> it's a fun game you'd be really good at it yeah it's called monikers monikers i'm telling you i'm the board i'm the i'm man i was saying i never even heard of that either of those games you talked about (laughs) yeah you're playing monopoly while i'm over here experiencing (laughs) everything (laughs) uh we we play this game called um it's like hue like h-u-e hue hue clues i think um where it's a giant board i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up right now um yeah it's a giant board of of squares yeah hues and hues and cues 
Okay. A guessing game of colors and clues. So it's a giant board and it has uh, colors all over it. Like it, it goes like all the reds and then yellows. Like it just like it, they're all kind of very close to each other of sure. what the similar color. So then you get you pick up a card. It has three colors on it. And then you pick one and then you just say a word that you think best describes that color. So if it was like a if it was like a light green, you might say um, apple. And then like, and then you, you take your little cone and you got to like guess like, okay, they say apple. That, that'd be a, like a terrible clue because apples are all <laughs> different kinds of colors. I was like uh, uh, red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the kids, when the kids do it, they, we give them more words um, sure. because as the giver, you get points if they get it. So you want them uh, to get the yeah. color. Yeah. So then they try to guess. And then like, if that, if it was like light, light green, or you might say like, if it was light green, you might say key keys or limes and then they try to figure it out and then you get to say another color afterward and then try to narrow it down uh, but wow. it's really cool because it is a, a good game for kids because you know they and it's funny we got we always got to remind mateo like hey you you realize you get more points if we guess it right because he's always trying to make it real difficult oh yeah <clears throat> he like guess. doesn't want you to win he doesn't yeah. want you to get it he's like that's not okay. the game <laughs> but it, it is it is a fun game i mean Games are games at our house are fun um, for a little bit until Lillian doesn't win because she's super competitive. So you don't let her win. No, no, because she when she doesn't win. But no, we do not right. let her win. We you don't, don't let her, let her win. No, that she's is, nine. She's not four. Like those. Are, that out. is one of the things. All of my kids, all of my friends with kids, I always ask, that is a question I always ask people. I feel like I can judge people as like a do we do we you know, think the same. If I'm like, do you let your kids win games? I mean, like arm wrestling. Sure. But yeah, yeah. I, I have and a lot of my like friends and my siblings. Absolutely not. To an extent. Yes. If they're learning or like you, you help them. What we do is like with my nieces and nephew open hand, like I'll, we'll go oh, around. Yeah. I, anyone who can play settlers of Catan is also my people. Um, so we will play open name. hand. Well, we'll have open hand and then you get like three chances with an open hand. But when we close hands up, like you're, you're rolling here <laughs> with us. <laughs> so settlers of Catan, that, that sounds like a game that you need eight hours to play. Oh, for sure. Because there's so many expansions. So there it's Catan is. <laughs> Catan is... <laughs> sounds very dirty too. It, you, you asked me to be here. You Hell get yeah. all my nerd. Let's do it. Let's do it. My, my weird <laughs> is safe here there you go that's a good shirt yes uh but there's like a bunch of expansions it's like risk meets it's um so it's a settlement building game but it their strategy risk it, it, it mm. is engaging and it's not something you can just play to pass the time it's something you have to be like involved like in. like we are playing this time this we is what we're doing this tonight game. yeah absolutely we are inside right now <laughs> <laughs> um do you have like like if you could pick one game if be it one of those that we talked about or another game that like, this is the only game we can play like do you have like a go-to game if it was video games mind-numbingly i can play animal crossing forever and never get bored if I, got, it, I, I couldn't i try to get in that during covid i just couldn't do it yeah yeah oh again full send i was shot <laughs> i was shotgunning animal crossing what, um, what about that game is in, like do you enjoy so I would 
just like people who play, I, you know, I also play like Xbox and that sort of thing. When there are achievements, like in a set thing, you need to get 10 achievements or you need to get ABC. If I didn't have that complete, then I was unsuccessful. So it was a matter of just completing everything possible and being able to beat the game. But Got also it. I could play that game and also listen to a podcast, listen to an audiobook. So it didn't consume I, I could be productive while playing still when I play, you know, a first person shooter game, that's all you're doing. Uh, yeah. uh, I can't, I can't grind where it's like to get an achievement in halo, for example, you need to have this many headshots in this game. Okay, cool. If I'm one off, I cannot repeat the same map, the same. I can't go back and just try again. That's not mm. happening. So games like animal crossing, where if you don't get it the first time, I, I wouldn't just keep playing it on repeat. I'd go back and do something else. You don't have to get to a certain point to move on. In Halo, if you cannot get past a certain point, you don't get to unlock the rest of the map, and you don't get, you know, mm -hmm. that that bugs me. <laughs> I, I can understand that because I feel that way too. With um, so I used to play Zelda: The Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, and I downloaded an two apps where they're basically walkthroughs. So I did not miss one thing. And I knew how to like build all these things. And there was one app that was specific to finding whatever these things were that you had to find all these things. Like I, I really like uh, back in the day, my brother would play resident evil and they, and you could buy books, a walkthrough books and page by page. I had one for a Pokemon game that I had where you just flip a page. All right, what's next. And just go down this list of what's next. And that, I didn't want to miss anything. You didn't want to stumble upon it yourself. You were okay with like not, you were okay with already knowing where it was 1, rather than finding it yourself. Yes. I am like that with spoiler movies, anything like that. I need to know what I, I need to set myself up for it. Yeah. I need to prepare because I am anxious and that sort of thing. Um, but I'm in a book series right now where I. The giant book? The, the giant, giant book. book. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The two, I, you had two giant books at one time. Yeah. yeah and, and I. Uh, I was looking at the book and I had to like close it. I'm like, I know that this person is going to do this thing, but it was, they do it obviously to keep you invested, but it took everything out of me to not go to Google and say, is this who I think it is? Uh, um, and I didn't, but then I finally got to the point where I was right. I shut the book and I'm like, I was right. Like I, <laughs> I knew it. I can't no. say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Touchdown. Extra point. Let's go. <laughs> like I, I was right. And, and I do, yes, with books, even too, like I have to sometimes close them and like breathe and then go back into it. Um, but back to your original question. Yes, Sorry, we yes. got segue. No, this is, this is the, this is my mind in the podcast. <laughs> this, yeah. um, I could play if I just had a deck of cards, that would be my favorite game. Could not live without a deck of cards. I can play rummy. I can play solitaire. I can play euchre. I can play. I am a card game through and through. I play all the things, gin, rummy, spades, hearts, yogurt, pinochle, anything, a deck of cards. I can keep myself entertained. I love euchre. Oh, in high so school, good. In high school, we used to play all the time. Like yeah. at friends' houses, we someone always had a euchre deck in their pocket. Like uh, we went on when on the guy's trip we went on uh, two year almost two years ago now. Like we played euchre a lot there. Um, it's just it's so much fun. And I always tell people like Euchre is really fun. Uh, and you always want your friends to play if they don't know how to play, 
you don't want to teach them because because it's so frustrating no (laughs) and there is just like anything where if i if i'm calling if i'm calling trump and my partner has a lead you better show me your highest trump you better show me what you bring to the party i never understand why people hold on to those right and if if you don't have anything this is your cue and this is only if you have the lead you are left of the dealer and i called it your lead if you lead something low and off suit i know i'm by myself uh, i i'm i know you have nothing so then if it comes back around and you know my right bower and your left bower come out i'm mad at you like i was trying to control the whole thing uh okay because okay. you showed me a nine of diamonds kind of thing absolutely yeah. not and so everything is situational because in growing up in my household if you i was always around cards my grandparents had clubs they they just called it club and they'd come over and they would drink cocktails and they would eat a bunch of snacks and they'd play cards with all their friends yeah and they did it once a month and if you could put your chin on the table you could that was always their thing you know kids can't play but until you put your chin on the table we can't teach you this game i was a tall kid i'm still a tall person my chin was on that table at like six Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um so i learned card games really early on and i just master you take them camping during covid everyone had to find i would have probably only had the ability to teach someone how to play euchre if it was like like during covid when we were all like you had the time you had to be there you weren't you know pressed for anything but yeah 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 i i uh i I hardly ever play it now um because no one knows how Uh, i tried to teach andrea several times Uh, yeah she probably has like super basics but um it's 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 frustrating when you're like it sounds terrible to say but like when you're trying to play like you want to play the game and then like every hand you're like all right well did you have a diamond that was trump (laughs) and like you gotta like go through all this stuff so it's it's frustrating but but when you get it like i don't even remember when being taught at some point my friends taught me because i didn't know until i started hanging out with my friends in high school i had no idea what you was so when I don't remember being taught how to do it at some point, someone was like, yeah, we could teach them. And they were okay with it. And now I'm just like, nah, I'm, I'm cool. I don't want to teach. <laughs> or I was in a Euchre tournament where my partner, I'm, I'm all about confidence and being aggressive, but my partner would call it on a garbage, like, give me a chance to try and call it, you know? Yeah. Um, no, he called it on everything. I didn't do well in a Euchre tournament where there's, you know, 40 other people and you have a different partner every time because I, uh, like I said earlier, I'm a Robin. I'm not a Batman. I cannot carry a dud. Like uh, I, I can't, I can't be the one who has to be like the leader. Um, now if you've, you know, so I, I'm always the helping, like I can make you look better because of how great I'm going to be, but I cannot, I cannot make, I can't, I can't do it. You don't I would, know what yeah. I, I got into poker for a while too like uh, Texas Hold'em where I would like me and my buddies would play a lot in our, in our friends' basements and stuff. And, and I got to a point where I would like go to tournaments and oh, wow. uh, just, just around here, like nothing gigantic, but I would look on Facebook and look on the internet for like local tournaments and stuff and go to them. I went to a few and, and, but it, it was, I really liked Texas Hold'em too. That was a game that, that we would play a lot and, you know, we would play for actual money, but it was like, all right, everyone put in five bucks and then, whoever wins wins it all you know on a friday night or whatever the poker i i play texas hold'em too i am not good but one of the best things is um being a woman 
at the only woman at a table or, you know, I would do a $20 buy and you all get the same chip stack. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, what color is this? Like, I, I don't, the numbers, I don't care. The blue is worth more, the yellow, whatever Uh, it is. Um, so I would put in and then like a few hands go by or a few rounds go by and they're like, you know, you put a blue in. I'm like, yeah, I know. No one ever, you know, they, they don't say that to each other, but then you also get like, I'll ask questions. I don't know how to like, um, bluff or how to, you have to throw it in every once in a while, but truly I'm not, I don't know poker well enough. And I haven't, I don't know when to like, when you are a big blinder, a small blinder, whatever it is, where <clears throat> your strategy changes, I just, mm. or when you should call like, Oh, you could have called there, but instead you raised well here, you should have raised to draw them out. Oh, I know none of the strategy <laughs> behind poker, but I'm there to have a good time and you can have my yeah. $20. And a lot of the poker tournaments like you in the area that I've been to, um, I love when there's a theme and you get a bounty. I like when there is like, if you dress up for Halloween, you go to a Halloween one, you get a $5 bounty. So if you, you know, take someone's chips, you, you went all in, you got theirs, you get their $5 bounty. You're automatically, uh... you automatically have $5. No one can take that bounty away from you. So I do like, or if you, I went to one where it was like for charity. And if you brought a dish for a potluck, you got an automatic $5 bounty. And that just makes things like a little, a little more interesting. I said, well, I'll bring 15 things. Do I get everybody's back? <laughs> because you know that I can't just, I, I always go a little overboard when it goes. <laughs> a little. A yeah. Little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you, have you done like any card, uh, any Euchre tournaments or anything recently? Anything like that? No. no. I would love to. Yeah. Um but it, it, I found that it's harder to get people together as of, I don't know if it's just the time of year or if there's truly a lot of my, a lot of people I'm surrounded by have kids in sports and then I'm in sports and uh, yeah, it's just hard getting people together. There is a, I just looked it up now. Mm-hmm. There is a Facebook group, Euchre Club of Toledo mm. um, that I'm sure my phone is being slow, but I'm sure they have uh, tournaments there. Yeah, but- and I would never show up. I would go. I If you and I were going to a Euchre tournament together, you'd have to be there first. You'd have to wait and walk in with me. I will not walk into a crowded room and look for somebody. Really? Like, absolutely not. I can't even stand walking into a restaurant. I know I'm meeting somebody for like <laughs> drinks or whatever. If I have to go to the bar, if I do one lap around and I do not find you. You're out. I'm leaving <laughs> one lap. You get one lap because then I look like the girl who one. I don't want to look like I'm stood up or make weird eye contact with somebody. Um, yeah, no, mm-mm. I have to, we have to walk in together or you have to come and meet me at the door. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm where's the parking. I'm going to park right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, uh, this club looks like it's a newer thing. It's like a couple hundred followers. Um, yeah, that oh, they have some of them where it's thirty-five players, but they, a lot of them are like fifteen players today. Like they always they, they always say it looks like it's weekly, and they're like oh, 15 players today, nineteen players today. So it's like a, a, a it's just a club. Yeah, that's cool. 
the best thing about a tournament style in euchre is you can't bring like you can't be a solid team you're getting broken up like winners stay on tables traditionally at a four top table winners stay and then just they're not each other's partner next time and losers move and that's sort of how that eventually comes down to a final table so um so if we decided like hey we're gonna go do this euchre tournament we would just never play with each other no they it's a random draw we might like Mm. if you win and i win or if you know if tables start shifting or whatever it is we would we might end up together but we can't break like you can't bring a dominant team because in those style euchre tournaments they are because you might have think about it if if i was hosting a tournament and two people came and they're just like they might have signals they might be shady like you never truly know table talk yeah, especially in Euchre, because there are so many, you can have some like um, signs. I was in a, um, I was in a poker tournament where it was a husband and wife were also in it. And people were like telling them they were like showing each other or chip dumping. I'm like, no, they're not. They're not chip. I never, I never even considered chip dumping was a thing. Yeah. So what what is chip dumping? So if you're, you're a low chip <clears throat> stack and your partner or you know husband wife girlfriend whatever it is the person you're with is getting low then you on a hand it would get down to like you two are head to head Mm -hmm. and then you'd fold or then you'd you'd get head to head with that person and then go all in you know so you're giving them your stack because they're the better player and then at the end of the day you would walk away with be more likely to walk away with the pot versus someone who is not doing as well got it Uh, let's go back to this thing of you not being able to go into a place by yourself (laughs) um i uh i never thought about it because i mean i do it a lot where i'm like all right i mean someone i'll look oh there he or she is okay whatever (laughs) what is it that you that makes you like all right if we're if we're meeting up somewhere i got to like we got to meet up outside of the facility that we're going (laughs) I this is gonna take a turn, but I'm happy to share. Um, okay. Okay. So, previous I, uh, I would like to think I have like a a bubbly personality, like a you know, um, but going it when I was heavy and um, I would want to take up as little space as possible, but obviously mm. a lot of times I was the the biggest person in the room. So when I would walk into a place that's crowded. One, I'm thinking, do I fit between like scurrying between people or like Mm. between two chairs that are back to back or like a stadium? Oh God, I could never, I, I could never not be on the end because I would not crawl over people as a, as a big heavy person. And so my brain still thinks that I'm taking up too much space. Can I really walk around a crowd and not upset people for being like if I'm, if I knock into them, cause I don't fit somewhere or if mm-hmm. I, I just, it like the looks you would get, you would always think they were negative. So when I'm searching a whole facility for somebody, I would always think, oh my gosh, they're looking at my clothes are ill-fitting. Are they looking at like something on my face? I would always go to like negative self-talk mm-hmm. and now I can appear more confident and I can, uh, like I'm working, I truly am working on it, but it doesn't come naturally. It's not authentic for me. I have to truly think about it. Like, no, you're not taking up a ton of space. You're not interrupting people. 
you're not, you know, it's not a bad thing. So it's hard to just walk in and look around. Well, also you're like six foot a lot. So like when you look in, you can find people (laughs) just (laughs) to, you can look in and find people. And I, I'm, I want like runway lights to wherever you're at. (laughs) Give me a direct, a direct path where the least amount of people have to see me. Yeah. Yes. Well, if we ever meet out somewhere, I'm going to be in the back corner tucked in there. I'm like, you got to come find me, Jamie Lynn. Sorry. Marco. <laughs> you better polo. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. I like it's like, this is going to take a turn. Well, it was a bad. So- it was a slight okay. turn. We we're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it is. All right. Um, uh-oh. I hear my ch- one of my children crying. Oh. It's, pr- it's probably my daughter, and they're probably fighting about something. Um, but I think she'll survive. She's tough. We we got a, we got a few more minutes here. I okay. do, I do want to talk to you because we had we just talked on I don't know if it was maybe Friday or Thursday about you coming on the podcast. Yeah. And I think, and again, you can decide to talk. You mentioned it a few times. Um you mentioned your weight loss to me. And then when I saw the, a video you posted, I was like, man, that, like, yes, it was, yes, you did lose weight, but it was, it was, it's more than when you talk about it. It's like, yeah, I, I used to be heavy and I lost this weight. It makes yeah. it sound like, like you lost 25 pounds, but it was an extreme to me. It was an extreme. I don't know how, how you oh, would describe it, but yeah. Well, what, what, led to that because it is it is a to me it's a complete mind shift from that jamie lynn to this jamie lynn and i didn't know that jamie lynn i just know this one so like what what led to that because i i think it's i think it's important to me i think it's an important story to tell you might think otherwise but i think i just i think it's an important and cool story yeah um actually i was just watching uh football you know college football and they're like this 318 pound lineman and I had said before they announced his weight, because when you're a lineman, like, you know, you, you want to be big and tough yeah. and all this. Um, before they even mentioned his weight, I said to my girlfriend sitting next to me, I was like, dang, that's a big guy. Like, that's going to be a hard hit. If he gets, if he gets that quarterback wrapped up, like, ow, you know, mm-hmm. and just a few seconds later, they're like a 318 pound. And all I can think is I was 40 pounds heavier than that. Really? I was 40 pounds heavier. So when I'm like, that's a big man. And I know it's like, it's just the number. And, uh, I don't, I don't see, I never like saw myself as like a lineman on a football, like on a football field. I never, I never saw like that until like you said it, until you see if the video, like the comparison, because it, you know, it's obviously it's a gradual loss. So when I would see people, I started, I lost my first 50 pounds prior to COVID. And that's why it's so dramatic for people like, for like you who didn't see me at all, you know, for two years, you never saw me. And then I come back at, you know, and I had continued to keep losing. So that's why it was dramatic uh for that's why t- talking to chad and wade were the ones that really because they were there like i i don't remember when i met you but but it was it was i came to the parks during covid so it was right you know i would talk to you and email you more than because i would never see you but hearing chad and wade like like when you first came back they're like 
they didn't they're like who's that like they didn't they even know they thought I was like a new hire. Yeah. Um. Actually, the funniest, the funniest story about coming back is, well, one, a lot of men, respectfully, they, they don't want to mention it. They don't want to be like, oh my God, you look so great. Or like, good job. Women, um, you know, woman to woman, they could just be like, keep up what you're doing. You look so great. But there is, especially like your colleagues, you know, what can they say? What are they going to upset me? Um, And Chad and Wade, adored my personality before like they never made me feel as big as I was because they said I brought light to the office and I you know it was always they would always come in and say like it's so refreshing to come and talk to you throughout my day and that was prior to like losing weight yeah and they still loved that version of me and they know nothing changed I'm still the exact same like person in the office it's just I'm physically different but when Dave when I was wearing, oh, no. you know, we were, <laughs> we were wearing masks. I had adult braces too. Did you remember me having adult braces? Not only, I don't remember. I, yeah. I, not only was I 355 pounds, I had braces. Like <laughs> I, um, but then we went to masks and Dave walks in and I'm sitting at my desk. This is two years later. Okay. Yeah. So like COVID's already done and gone. I'm back in the office two years after my weight, like my, I had been losing weight for two years. I, I don't have a mask on and he go he walks in head down. Hello. Hello. Goes and gets keys. Okay. Hey, I said, Dave, do you want, I have, I don't have any Coke, but I have some candy. If you want anything, he looks back and he goes like his eyes get big. He goes, Jamie. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, what's up Dave? Like so good to see you. He goes, I yeah. didn't wreck it. He goes straight up. I didn't recognize you. And I think my face must've said something because then he went you don't have braces anymore (laughs) yeah that's it that's the thing that's the thing I don't have I didn't lose 150 pounds I just don't have braces but he like he I could tell he was like uncomfortable even mentioning it or like showing a lot of people were a lot of people after like um coming back like people I work with people in my real life knew I was losing it And, and you know they uh I wasn't, I'm not that person who was like posting workout videos, but I did record them and it was for my own journey. Like, just like all the podcasts I've made, I have weeks and weeks and weeks of football comparisons and it's just for me. And I do go back and I do re-listen to them. And I, uh, that's how it was with losing weight. I was recording the, the workouts. I was, I was, I have the whole documentation of all the, my fitness pal journaling I did for, Mm -hmm that and it's just to like be able to go back and look and see where I was but then when I posted on Instagram a video of like my it was like two yeah my two years difference there the only reason I posted it is because I control my social media I'm not I'm not a public I'm not an open you know uh page it's a private page. so it's a private page everyone already knew me I thought you know what I'm just gonna post this and and I did do it for myself but also of course you want, I wanted people to, to see it. Like a part mm-hmm. of me is like, yeah, I want people to see that. Like, um, so I posted, it was just me talking and it was just a year. There was an audio that said the first place you're going to lose weight is going to be your face. And then it, that's what the audio was. And that was the first time I've ever done like a video over a trending audio. And had I had an open page, I'm sure it would that comparison, like those two difference people, not even knowing me, like that would have blown up. It would have got a ton of likes. It would have been super popular and trending. 
but it was just my people. And then people would, uh, I know in my personal life would message me and be like, I didn't realize how dramatic it, that was always the consensus. I didn't realize how dramatic it was because I never saw you that big. Like I never, Mm -hmm. and and it sucks to say that. And I know it's not easy to say, but it's really refreshing that you and my colleagues, they never, you guys never saw me for, you never were like, Oh, Jamie Lynn, she's heavy. It was always like Jamie Lynn. She brings so much joy to the office. She's always smiling. She's so positive. If you, you know, and that's one thing I, and I know I've talked to you about this and I, I like talking to people about that is the descriptors we use for people to describe someone to someone else is very hurtful. Like it can Mm. be when I say, you know, Oh yeah, you know, Lorenzo, they're like, no, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say any negative flaws about you. I'm going to say the, the basic, you know, when you're, but it's always going to be your physical, when you're trying to give someone a picture of someone, I'm not going to be like, he's awesome. He's super funny. That's not, that's not going to help them. That's not going to help them put a face to it. So I, I would say things like he has a beard, he's tall, he's bald, like that sort of thing. So people can picture you. And I never wanted to ever hear someone try and describe me to someone Mm. else because I knew it would be like, oh, she's heavy. She's brown hair. She's this, that, and the other. And my, when people describe me now, I still absolutely hate it. But hearing people who have never known me heavy, like never knew that Jamie Lynn, they just met me. Um, I still say things like, uh, um, about weight. Like I'm still like mm-hmm. super and I'll say things like, oh, I, well, I'm not super, I'm not super thin. So, and they're like, well, you, you're thin. like, what do you mean? You're not, or I'm like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm heavy or whatever. Um, I'm not where I want to be. They're like, what, why, what, what was the yeah. difference? Like what, you know? So I hate descriptors when it comes to having to picture somebody because I knew my weight would always be the number one thing. And now I still am. I just assume automatically when someone needs a picture of me, to someone else they're gonna talk about my weight and i hate it i hate it hate it i wish we could use descriptors that are but you can't say oh she has dimples or she has a crooked smile or she has a ball nose because only people who know me a know those nose. features <laughs> yeah i do i know but i've never like i never heard that phrase before yeah but ball it's nose. it's people who pay attention to your features not someone yeah. you see in passing so in passing I knew yeah. I was the heavy girl and I knew all that, but my friends who can describe me in other ways would never use weight as a descriptor for me. Hmm. Well, they didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Well, they didn't see it. And and also it's like, well, you're just being, you want to be kind to your friend. Like you're not going to describe someone that you yeah. like a certain <laughs> way. You know what yes. I mean? Like if it's someone that's a terrible human, you say, you know, the guy that's the, the, the tiny guy who's, five two and he weighs 500 pounds. like you're going to describe him that way because you don't like him but you try to be yeah. you want to be accommodated and you want like because in some instances when you're describing somebody to someone that's their first chance to hear what this person is or, or how they who they are and that kind of stuff and if it's all yeah. negative stuff right away that new person's going to be like oh do i want to know this person yeah and what really oh. started it for me what helped honestly i know covid i it was a lot for a lot of people and it was for me too, but actually being hidden and not sharing that I was trying to lose weight because I had been trying, I had been heavy my whole life. I never, you know, I didn't play sports. I was never athletic. Um, 
in college, I rapidly put on weight. I put on a hundred pounds in college, (laughs) um, being on a meal plan, freshman 15. No, it was like college hundred. Like I put on a ton of weight and it was, um, being able to do it privately where no one was account- like I wasn't held accountable and I know accountability really works for people and it does yeah. to have someone to share accountability with and it is for a lot of people it was not for me because if people I had no problem having a cheat meal when no one knew about it but if I was sharing that with somebody then I was using food as punishment and and that's where I had tried all the diets I had tried all the things for many many years And then when COVID hit, I could not go out to eat. My downfall was not that I wasn't trying to be active. It was absolutely nutrition. I ate like trash all the Mm -hmm. time. And I always went out. I never made a home cooked meal. Um, I, you know, I was just, my calories were through the roof. And so COVID, when I couldn't have those things, I could only have what I put in my home. And that's when I cleaned out the house, like cleaned everything out and you couldn't get anything outside of your own home. So the only excuse was to prepare meals that are good for your body and nourishing for your body. And also I really wanted to have kids and all doctors would say is like, lose weight and let's see what, like, let's see where you're at with that. And it was always like, I know I told you, you have a headache, but if you lost 20 pounds, maybe that headache, you know, would go away. Um, so it, it was just doing it by myself and privately, I guess. <laughs> how do you, how do you feel mentally? Uh, honestly, I felt like I was mentally clearer, uh, in the past because okay. I could blame my weight on everything. I mm. could, you know, I, I built also, an excuse. It was a built an excuse. Oh, can't go there. I, you know, whatever. Um, I always had an excuse and now I, I see potential. And I know I can achieve it and it's going to be hard work and it's going to be that, but I've already done a ton of hard work. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I am more aware. I am mentally not as clear, like the clarity isn't there, but because I feel so physically great, it just puts you in a good headspace. But I could never be a runner because that's too much, like too much time to just like, what do you? I don't listen to music. I, I do like podcasts and, and those are engaging or like a book, but no, I think the physical is currently outweighing the mental, but the mental is very, um, what, like the person I see in the mirror isn't the, it's not any different. And that's really hard, mm-hmm. uh, accepting compliments. <clears throat> Absolutely not. You, if you, that's a hard com- thing for a lot of people. Yeah. If you compliment my, um, like my knowledge or like anything like that, or anything else about me, that's not physical, I will accept it. I will be thankful. But the moment you accept or you compliment anything about my physical, mm -mm, I shut down. I don't accept it. I start getting weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I learned the hard way a few times when I, when I asked questions and pointed some things out but you set me straight <laughs> I, I set you straight well but, I, I also came at it as asking questions as opposed to saying you know this that the other yes and I actually it's not that I don't like compliments of course I like compliments sure. but if you if your mind is telling you one thing and then someone else you know um 
but I actually really enjoy, and I was just telling uh, Jeffrey about it, is I really enjoy that I told you something and you you fix it. Like when you notice you're going to do it, um, oh. that you fix it. And it's like, <clears throat> I can have that open, honest communication with Lorenzo and he's not going to be upset with me. Because some people, if I would say that to them, they'd be like, wow, never talking to you again. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you're no, but to be able to, I don't want to call it a boundary, but like a preference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I blush when I'm embarrassed. <laughs> or so I pointed it out and you, and you put, me. So, no, uh, no, you did. I just play it. I just, <laughs> I'm not a yeller. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is. I pick up people's, for lack of a better term, like their thing that they do or how they speak or or their mannerisms. I'm like, I don't know if I, I'm like hyper aware of it and I instantly yes. pick it up. Like something uh, Andrea does is she will say, like when she's done with the conversation, which I'm sure a lot of people do, she'll just be like, all right. And then like, that's I that kind of signals the end of the conversation, but she does it in an English accent, and I don't oh, know right? why. Yeah, and you know who else does that? If, if you ever pay attention, Emily does that too. Does she? That and she'll just be like, "All right, thank you for that," or what? Like that's just, and, but like that's a more obvious one. But people do a lot of things. Like, uh, what were Smalley's things? Smalley had one where he there's a phrase that he would say all the time and I can't remember what it was but I instantly picked it up and when Ryan was there I asked him about it and he's like I never noticed that I go really I go he says it all the time yeah now I now because he doesn't work there I don't hear it anymore but uh, eventually it'll come to me but yeah like I and I, I don't know if it's a fault thing because then I'll point out to people like I do that really and then like they, it's in their head now oh yeah <laughs> And you're hyper aware of it, but do you ever pick up other people's mannerisms because they say it so much? Do you catch yourself also doing it? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we like we merge into like one person. And and yes, I do also think you are very hyper aware of people, but I think it's a good thing. I think it is a you make people feel like an individual or like you make them feel like you actually care. I think it shows what's the thing like oh it really is the small things oh yeah it, yeah. it truly is the small things but uh yeah I also about accents only if I truly truly am comfortable my 100% authentic self you're getting all the accents all of them <laughs> you know like that that's a thing it's a thing yeah yeah well because you're you let down all those walls and everything oh. can flood out you know yeah you let your weird show <laughs> <laughs> you have all these ideas for shirts Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, is that uh, is that a cat roaming around? That is my Pearson cat. Oh, the one you yep. got from Pearson? <laughs> yep. What's its name? His name is Hank. Hank. Off of Marvel. All of my animals are named from Marvel. <laughs> Do you know? Please tell me you know who Hank is from the Marvel Universe. You have two. You have two options. I will accept both. Hank. Mm-hmm. That it does it doesn't ring a bell at all. At okay. All. I mean, I'm not super super into Marvel. I mean, I watch the movies, but yeah, that's a whole know. nother that's a whole nother thing you're nerding <laughs> out about. We could um, Hank Pym is from Ant Man. He is. Ant-Man. Oh, he's he's yes. Okay, now okay, yes. And and then uh, Hank from uh, Beast from X Men. So oh, I would have accepted. I didn't yeah. know. That well, one. his name's Henry, but he goes by Hank. 
Okay. Um, well, right. he goes by Beast, truly, in his natural form. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. We okay. could go on and on. <laughs> well, that'd be a separate podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jamie Lynn. Well, I do appreciate you coming on, and and I, I enjoy you being in office because I like talking to you. Sometimes uh, I'll get myself in trouble because we talk too much and I got we stuff do. to do. But uh, <laughs> I do appreciate you being there. You, you're Not only are you very helpful just with park stuff, but um it's just nice to be able to talk to a friend at work when we can talk about whatever um because it's it's i don't think work should always be about work right sometimes you still should have like moments that are outside of work where you can talk for 10 minutes and then like all right i gotta go back and answer my emails or whatever so thanks for that too yeah i like when we can cut things off and neither one of us are like upset it's like oh we just got to cut it off because yeah. we have to work it, it happens quite a bit but you're it right it, it is a very fluid thing without us even saying anything it's mm-hmm. like a phone's ringing i'm like all right, i know i'm out of here because you're on the phone or yeah. like you know when when i'm when we are it's a, our conversations could go on all day yes but at some point they got to end and it's just like there will be another picking up point where we can continue this conversation and we're just like all right i gotta go we'll see no you. hard feelings <laughs> just why you just turn the corner no yeah. hard feelings bye yeah. But now we have back. those now we have those intercoms so yes <laughs> <laughs> but uh thanks thanks uh for coming on the podcast today jamie lynn i am happy i came and wasn't uh i didn't let my nerves win i i was really excited actually and we do i am serious if we can come up with some idea something that we could podcast about i did just google uh podcast or game board game podcast and one <laughs> of the, one of the headlines was the 70 best board game podcasts you must follow. 70. 70. <laughs> you, you think you're special. Don't ever think you're special because you are not. <laughs> oh, that is a lot. Yeah. But we'll, we'll figure something out. But uh, thanks again. Of course. Thanks again to Jamie Lynn for coming on the podcast today. Um, a lot of nerding out. Uh, she's a super nerd on a lot of stuff, which we have talked many, many times in the office about it. Um, but again, like just knowing all these other little things about her hearing about her weight loss i think like i said in the podcast it's an important thing for people to understand and to understand that just because you lose weight doesn't mean mentally you can you're ready for everything else so it's it's a long process but she's a she's a strong person uh she's going through it and um it was good for and i appreciate her sharing her story because again it's important for people to hear that kind of stuff um check out uh, uh, our facebook page our instagram everything tiktok i gotta start making more tiktok videos i just this is not something i do so hopefully i can start doing that again so i'll just time based and me not being lazy so uh i'm looking forward to, to possibly doing that um be nice if i could like get someone just to do it for free but i don't think people are just gonna offer offer their services i do get random emails from companies say hey we can do this for you try this free trial and then it's like $200 a month or something. And I'm like, ah, I, I make $0 on this right now. So uh, I can't uh, can't be spending money. So I just got to do the work myself. That's how we're going to get this podcast big by doing that kind of stuff. So again, appreciate all of you. Thanks for always listening and downloading the podcast. It means the world to me and to everyone over here at the Nerdball Podcast and the Nerdball Network. Always check out three different dads. Reach the mailbag there at three different dads at gmail.com. Um, that's it. As always, thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Big Daddy Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Cuttlefish Graphics for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.